Have you ever wondered what your cabinet of curiosities would look like? What would you put in it? What stories would linger upon the strange small animal skull? The candle that never goes out? The mirror cracked from side to side? What little bits of oddities would stare at you when you creaked open the door? Steady your nerves and brace your hearts, dear listener, for we are once more opening Dr. Fritz's Cabinet of Horror Audio tonight, right here on Radio Drama Revival. Happy October, folks. Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host today, Elena Fernandez-Collins. After wrangling schedules meant that David's microphone had to take a break. We're going deep into the vault again, this time with the ZBS audio adaptation of Carl Edward Wagner's short story, Sticks. History and the internet say that Sticks was inspired by the experiences of Wagner's friend, Lee Brown Coy, a black-and-white horror and pulp artist. Coy tells of one night in 1938, when he found an abandoned farmhouse deep in a forest that was surrounded by wooden sticks set at perpendicular angles. There was no rhyme nor reason that Coy could divine for these. When he returned many years later, the whole area had been flooded, and all evidence of the strange setup washed away but the sticks stayed with Coy for the rest of his life. He painted them into his work over and over again. The sticks don't show up again until Wagner's story in 1974, a chilling tale from the perspective of Colin Leverett, who unfortunately finds the house and takes the memory of those sticks home with him. QZBS Foundation, an audio production company founded by Thomas Lopez in the 70s. They are still producing wonderful full-cast audio fiction to this day. Tom Lopez adapted Sticks for a program called The Cabinet of Dr. Fritz, a radio drama series that was recorded in binaural or 3D audio on a dummy head microphone. You know the kind. It's the mannequin-like head on a stand with microphones in its weirdly detailed ears. Fun fact, those are colloquially called Fritz. Lopez didn't just adapt Sticks to audio, he heavily edited it. It's a cast of three characters instead of five. Colin, his love interest Carol, who Lopez invented, and George Brandon, Colin's horror publisher who was originally named Prescott. In fact, other than the strange abandoned house surrounded by bizarre stick formations and the outline of major events, almost nothing else has remained the same. I'd rate Lopez's adaptation as a solid 8 out of 10 on the fear scale. Sticks is frankly terrifying audio that breathes wetly down your neck. Now, I should reiterate, Sticks is recorded in binaural audio, which means maximum effect and enjoyment can be had on headphones, as the cabinet's ethereal guide will now describe for us. Welcome to the cabinet of Dr. Fritz. Here you will find stories that are surreal, bizarre, mystical, humorous, and horrific. It is important that you listen with headphones. This is a Kunstkopf binaural sound experience. Sound that surrounds you above, below, all around you. Please put on your headphones. You should now be hearing me in your left ear. 
If not, reverse your headphones. You should now be hearing me in your right ear. Good. Now, the cabinet of Dr. Fritz is you. Sticks by Carl Eduard Wagner. Colin? Colin? Look at this. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Looks like some kind of weird... Crucifix made out of sticks. Hmm. Hello? How'd you like to go fishing this weekend? Fishing for what? Trout. Where? Above Lake George. You really expect to catch something? You bet. <laughs> Colin! Here's another one. Hmm. This one's made out of boards and a few sticks. This one's not a crucifix. I don't know what it is. Are they signs or something? It's a very strange way to say no trespassing. You think it's a child's game? A slightly bent child. Hmm. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just gonna jot down a sketch of this. And it's really a very intricate design. The angles and the lengths of these sticks are all calculated. Have you ever seen anything like these? No. And they really disturb me. I don't know why. Because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, probably. You know, they're really bizarre, these little stick lattices. There's another one up here. Hmm. Nailed to a tree. It's different. You know, it's not a random assembly, but, uh... Meticulous, intricate construction, it's somehow very sinister. Carol! Look at this. Looks like it's been abandoned a long time. It's so old, the, uh... The roof is starting to cave in. Look what's around it. Good God. All those stick things. They're everywhere. Mm. On the bushes, trees. 
side of the house touching each other. And those apple trees are really sickly. Look, the fruit's all deformed. <sighs> Even the flowers are ugly. And look at the foundation. It's enormous. It's too big for this house. Like some other kind of building stood here originally. That's strange, isn't it? Hmm. <laughs> Could support a castle. The door's fallen off its hinges. Hey, uh... Be careful. A floor could be dangerous. Seems solid. Just watch yourself, okay? Hmm. Anything in there? Some leaves. Mold. rotted off the plaster. It covers the entire room. This room, too. I think... I think these are the schematics for the lattices outside. You mean it's a planning room? Hmm. Oh, boy. See now these here? Hmm? These are pretty fresh. Done in, oh, I don't know, the last couple of months, maybe. Well, the last couple of days. <laughs> um, <clears throat> hello? Hello? Where are you going? Upstairs. Now be careful. I don't think there's anyone here. I mean the steps. Yeah. Boy, these things are really weird. Any more up there? No. Just peeling wallpaper and wet plaster. Well, just watch yourself. Yeah. Floor could be rotted up there. Ugh. What? Ugh. What? Ooh. Carol. Carol. Moldy heaps of old. Yeah, I don't know. Are you going to spend the whole day sketching those things? Colin. Thank <laughs> you. 
Finished. Uh, it's for an anthology of horror stories. <laughs> I bet you got some good ideas today. <laughs> Can you spend the night? I have to be in New York in the morning. I wish I could. Next week? No. I can't. The following? <laughs> I don't know. September? <laughs> Maybe we should just book a lunch date for sometime <laughs> next spring. October. Frightening. It's from the translation of the Book of Elders. It's called The Dwellers in the Earth. Mm. It's where he describes a megalithic structure, a crypt beneath an ancient churchyard, references to elder glyphics that kind of resemble the, the stick designs we saw. Really? Yeah, look. Here. These incantations he records here from Alori Juroko's Forbidden Tome. Yogra, Yogra, Zurt, Harak. I can't pronounce them. Pages of them. Let me see Good grief. Well, I told George about those sticks, and he was really intrigued. That's when he agreed you should do the illustrations, so. Here you go. 
missed you. Have you been sleeping? Alone. No. I mean... You look tired. I told you the truth about what happened down there in that cellar. I heard this sound. And... Uh, there was a shaft of light and there was this table and... This, there was this thing, you could see the thing through the light. The table had this groove along the side of it. And, it just reached out and grabbed me and held on to me and I started, I was almost frozen and th th then I grabbed this rock and I hit it, it, it went right through the skull, like, like the skull was rotted through or something, and, but the eyes, the eyes, the eyes, the eyes, they just kept on looking at me, they didn't even blink. Slowly it, it, it released its grasp on me and then I tore up the steps trying to find you and I heard it coming up the steps behind me it was still alive and since then you've been having these nightmares it's not a nightmare I'm telling you what happened okay. down there. Okay. Yeah, I'm calling. Don't you ever answer your phone? All right. This is George. The preliminary sketches are terrific, but what is it with these insane sticks you got poking everywhere? Carol told me a little bit about them. They're great. Why I'm calling you is this. Weird Tales magazine will give the book a plug. They're going to print part of the Dwellers in the Earth, and I want a couple of completed illustrations. Call me as soon as possible. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Carol. I'm having lunch with George. He's dug up some details about that old farmhouse. Um, and not the farmhouse, but that strange foundation it's sitting on. I'm seeing him on Wednesday. He says your sketches are really crazy. If you can give him the shivers, call me when you can. Floating in space, stars, objects drifting past, the sticks floating among the stars, forming patterns like some unearthly alien alphabet, curling on my belly in a tunnel lined with stone, dank, moss, subterranean chamber that 
figures clustered around the table. Someone held down, struggling, a bronze knife raised above and someone's hand. Completed illustration. Mm -hmm. I'm using them in the next issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't like them? No, no, they're, they're great. Very, um, very effective, disturbing. <laughs> what did you find out about that foundation? It's possible that it's connected to some megalithic culture that originated in Europe and then migrated to North America. What? When? Yeah. Well, way the hell back. In the Bronze Age sometime. Similar configurations can be found in places like Lion Gate, Mycenaean, Stonehenge, Passage Graves, Barrow Mounts, throughout oh. Europe. Oh. Seems to have been a cult who worshipped a sort of Earth Mother, sort of with fertility rituals and sacrifices, believed in the immortality of the soul, that it could be attained through interment in megalithic tombs. There are hundreds, hundreds of these megalithic remnants found in the Northeast. No kidding. Yeah. Mystery Hill in New Hampshire is one of the most famous. But there are a lot of others. And that farmhouse of yours might be one of them. Oh my God. What about this sacrificial <gasps> table? Did you see it? No. <laughs> I don't even know if it was there. Why? Why? What does it mean? Well, they sacrificed animals and sometimes humans. Oh, no. There's a groove along the edge. It's a channel blood into a bowl. Oh, God. Imagine that. <laughs> what about the sticks? Oh, a stick. I'm glad you asked me about that. You know what they indicate? What? They seem to indicate that some unknown cult still survives. Oh, no. Oh, creeps running around in the hills. <laughs> you know, these places had a certain fascination for colonial sorcerers and mm. alchemists, mm -hmm. especially after the witch hunts. Mm -hmm. I think your uncle knew something about it. Mm. Well, you think you could find that place? God. I don't know. Hi, Colin. I never talked to you. <laughs> this is George Brandon. I'm calling to tell you that we've had terrific feedback on your Weird Tales illustration. Uh, one fellow in particular, Major Leonard, he pressed me for details about your sticks. I'm afraid I told him too much. He's written and phoned several times for your address. He wants to see your original sketches. These overbearing occult types give me a pain in the cover, frankly. Uh, call me. Bye.
You didn't meet me at the train. What time is it? Are you all right? Yeah. What are you doing to yourself? What are you talking about? You've been practicing on your walls? I don't know. I'm hungry. Okay. Hey. I want to find that old farmhouse again. No. Why not? I don't, I don't even want to see that place. Yeah, but what if it really is one of those, How you did Allard die? How did Allard die? Uncle Allard? He died what? I don't know. They said it was a robbery. It was awful, I guess. Some absurd, stupid murder. It was a long time ago. office Friday morning. Evidently thieves were surprised late Thursday night while ransacking his office. Police believe this uh, brutality of their crime. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> the cult. It's still alive. Calling from Glen's Falls. I rented a car. I'm going out to find that old house. She's gone there. Oh, God. Where the hell is it? I can't find the damn place. It's gonna get dark soon. That's it. 
Carol? was based on a story by Carl Edward Wagner, adapted for radio by M. Fulton. Styx was directed by Bill Raymond. Music was composed and performed by Tim Clark. Location recording engineer was Bob Balecki. Carol was played by Laura Esterman. Colin by Stephen Keats. George and the Ghoul by Bill Raymond. Associate producer for The Cabinet of Dr. Fritz is Phoenix. Executive producer is Tom Lopez. If you are interested in a cassette of sticks, write for price and information to ZBS, Fort Edward, New York, 12828. That's ZBS, Fort Edward, New York, 12828. This program was produced with funds provided by the New York State Council on the Arts, the National Endowment for the Arts, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting through National Public Radio Satellite Program Development Fund. The program was produced by ZBS Foundation, which is solely responsible for its content. This is a ZBS production. Creepy! I enjoy how Lopez keeps some secrets from us, even to the very end. And I'm enthralled by Bill Raymond's very damp breathing. If you want to learn more about the ZBS Foundation, you can do so at their website, zbs.org. You can support our work on Patreon at patreon.com slash radiodramarevival, and you can follow us on Twitter at Radiodrama. Visit our website at radiodramarevival.com, where you can read our bios, investigate our archive, and buy merch at our marvelous store. That's radiodramarevival.com slash shop. And now, your moment of Will. Will, my friendly spider. My ghostly pal, you're up. Hello, listener, and welcome to another creepy moment of will. This week, I recommend you listen to Mabel. That's M-A-B-E-L. Mabel is the story of a young woman looking after an old woman and trying to connect with her granddaughter via voicemails. There's something strange going on in the story that unravels very slowly with a lot of lyrical prose. So... This Halloween season, check out Mabel. And listener, 
I hope you find the answers to all the mysteries you're trying to solve. And now it's time for the credits. Our theme music is Danger Digadoo by DJ Stranger Danger. You can find his music on SoundCloud. Our line producer and associate interviews producer is Will Williams. Our senior interviews producer is Eli McElveen. Our associate producer is Sean Howard. Our researcher is Heather Cohen. Our submissions editors are Hashika Rao and Elena Fernandez-Collins. Our social media manager is Anne Baird. Our executive producer is Fred Greenhouse. Our host, usually, is David Reinstrom. I'm your host today, Elena Fernandez-Collins, and this has been Radio Drama Revival. All storytellers welcome.